Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. Helen Ackley and her family lived with ghosts for years in their turn-of-the-century Victorian in upstate New York. One ghost would shake the children's beds to wake them up in the morning. Another materialized in midair as Helen was painting the ceiling of her living room and apparently approved of her color choice. Her son once came face-to-face with a long-deceased Navy lieutenant outside the basement door. The Ackleys didn't keep their spectral guests a secret. Helen was quoted in newspaper stories and the Reader's Digest about the family ghosts, and the home in Nyack was included on the town's haunted house tour. Everyone knew that the Ackley place was possessed. Everyone, apparently, except Jeffrey Stambovsky. In 1989, Stambovsky, a transplant from New York City, bought the Ackley's Victorian mansion for $650,000 without any knowledge that the place was famously riddled with ghosts. When his new neighbors clued him in, Stambovsky took the Ackley's to court to cancel the contract and get his money back. In the first trial, the judge denied Stambovsky's claim, citing caveat emptor, uh, let the buyer beware. But an appeals court in New York reversed the decision, ordering Ackley to return Stambovsky's money in a colorful ruling that included ghostly quotes from Hamlet and reference to the movie Ghostbusters. The court wrote, in part, whether the source of the spectral apparitions seen by defendant seller are parapsychic or psychogenic, having reported their presence in both a national publication, Reader's Digest, and the local press in 1977 and 1982, respectively, the defendant is estopped, that is, prevented from going back on her word, to deny their existence. And, as a matter of law, the house is haunted. According to recent surveys, 18% of Americans say that they've seen or been in the presence of a ghost. And about a third of Americans believe that haunted houses are real. Since Jeffrey Stambovsky bowed out, Helen Ackley's house has attracted several celebrity owners, though there haven't been any reported ghostly sightings in many years. It was last sold in March of 2021 for $1,795,000. When a house goes on the market, nearly all states require the seller to fill out a disclosure form reporting any known structural problems, environmental toxins, or other material facts that could affect the value of the home. But does that go for ghouls, too? There are currently no states that require home sellers to voluntarily disclose alleged ghostly activities on the property before a sale. In fact, only Minnesota even mentions hauntings in its disclosure law, which frees sellers from having to disclose any non-material facts, including if the home was the site of perceived paranormal activity. But that doesn't mean that haunted house sellers are home-free. The Ackley verdict, while not officially state law, set an important precedent. The court ruled that by not disclosing the high-profile haunting to the buyer, it, quote, impaired both the value of the property and its potential for resale. For the article this episode is based on, How Stuff Works spoke with Cindy Hagley, a California real estate broker with the Hagley Group and president of Past Life Homes, a consulting business that helps haunted homeowners sell their bedeviled properties. In general, Hagley errs on the side of caution when it comes to seller disclosures. She said, if it affects the material value of the home, it must be disclosed. That said, 
Hagley will only disclose a haunting if it's open and notorious, meaning that there have been multiple sightings and all the neighbors know about it. In real estate lingo, homes that are rumored to be haunted or were the site of a high-profile murder or meth lab are known as stigmatized. As seen in the Ackley case, the negative notoriety of a stigmatized home could affect the value of the property. But if the haunting isn't notorious, and only the owners think they've seen or heard something spooky, Hagley might not say anything. She explained, Sometimes a person will call me and say, Hey, my house is haunted and I need to sell. Will you help me? I'm kind of sensitive to these things myself, so if I walk into a home and there's nothing there, I won't disclose it. Even if your state doesn't force you to disclose the mysterious scraping noises behind the walls or the intermittent moaning in the basement, sellers and their agents are required to answer honestly when directly asked a question about the property. So, if asked specifically whether a house is haunted, the seller or the agent has to answer truthfully to the best of their knowledge about any encounters with spectral entities. And people do ask. Of course, ghosts aren't the only thing that can scare off potential buyers. A lot of people are understandably creeped out at the thought of moving into a home where someone recently died, or that was the site of a tragic or violent death, even one that occurred decades ago. So, do sellers need to disclose if their property is psychologically affected? Again, the law is generally on the seller's side. Only Alaska, California, and South Dakota's disclosure laws explicitly say that sellers need to voluntarily disclose a recent death. In Alaska, the disclosure only covers deaths that occurred in the past year, while California goes back three years. In South Dakota, there's a slightly gruesome question way down at the bottom of the state's disclosure form that reads, Since you have owned the property, are you aware of a human death by homicide or suicide occurring on the property? In all states, though, if a buyer asks about a death in the home, the seller, again, has a duty to respond truthfully to the best of their knowledge. Hagley said, If the buyer asks what happened, I believe you should tell them everything you know. Because if the real estate agent doesn't, the neighbors certainly will. When Hagley's team is tasked with selling a home that was the site of a high-profile murder, they'll completely redecorate the room of the crime scene and shift the focus to other rooms. She said, When buyers walk into the home, they're not going to recognize the place from the photos that they saw on the 5 o'clock news. Today's episode is based on the article, Do You Have to Tell Buyers Your House is Haunted? on HowStuffWorks.com, written by Dave Ruse. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio in partnership with HowStuffWorks.com and is produced by Tyler Klang. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.